Corona Watch, bringing you the latest news and updates on the COVID-19 pandemic. During a discussion at the Government Information Centre about the status of vaccine doses in the country, the chief pharmacist at the Ministry of Health and Social Services explained that a donation of Johnson & Johnson vaccines from the United States is expected to arrive in the country in August, while additional doses of J&J, along with more AstraZeneca and Pfizer doses, are expected near the end of August to beginning of September. Additional doses of AstraZeneca being donated to Namibia by Germany and the Netherlands are expected to also arrive in August, while government is still trying to find finalize an agreement with the supplier of the Russian-made Sputnik vaccine. Speaking on the same panel, WHO public health specialist Dr. Rosaline Davie and local pulmonologist Dr. Vili Brevere reassured Namibians that there's no harm for those who are overdue for their second dose and that a delay is actually believed to provoke a stronger immune response. While there has not been official word yet on the delivery of vaccines that Namibia bought and paid for from the COVAX facility, the World Health Organization has said that the facility is expecting to receive 250 million donated COVID-19 vaccine doses over the next six to eight weeks. The Serum Institute of India plant producing AstraZeneca doses was supposed to be the early backbone of COVAX's supply chain, but India restricted exports to combat its own devastating coronavirus surge. Following those delivery problems, COVAX is increasingly reliant on donations doses from wealthy countries which have bought more batches than they need. Speaking of COVAX deliveries though, and in good news for a country whose president once denied the existence of COVID-19 altogether, Tanzania began rolling out vaccinations on Wednesday, leaving just Burundi, Eritrea and North Korea as the only countries yet to start their COVID-19 immunization campaigns. President Saima Suluhu Hassan received a shot of the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine on live television, marking a key turning point in the country's response to the pandemic. Soon after taking office, Sulu Hassan was photographed wearing a mask, a marked shift from her predecessor, who reportedly mocked people who wore them. She also tasked the health ministry with coming up with a clear response, which included accurate public messaging, and her government began to cooperate more with the World Health Organization and joined the COVAX facility. South African prisons recorded their highest number of new COVID-19 cases since the pandemic started during a period that coincides with the aftermath of the unrest in Gauteng and KwaZulu-Natal. The increase in new cases among Romandis is putting pressure on prisons' isolation protocols for newcomers to the system, as the department's COVID-19 protocol is to keep newly admitted prisoners separate from the general inmate population as a precaution, so new isolation sections had to be created to accommodate them. And finally, getting back to vaccines, Professor Jonathan Van Tam, the Deputy Chief Medical Officer for England, told BBC News that new research suggested that vaccines had prevented 22 million coronavirus infections and 60,000 deaths in England, based on how many people would have been infected or died without the vaccines, assuming no other interventions. Corona Watch, compiled and presented by Future Media News.